hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. What's up, everybody? Thanks for coming out to the SCB. Hello, how are you? Great to see you guys. I'm Cameron Esposito, and you're, yeah, don't, no, here, let's do a full handshake. Put that on first. That's better, right? Oh, awesome, great. Hang on, hang on. There it is, yeah. And then you gotta make eye contact. What, what business are you in? What do you do for a living? Yeah, fucking of course. Listen to me, kid. You gotta run that art department. First of all, it's eye contact first. Don't look at the hands. The hands are gonna meet, okay? So you're gonna look at my eyes. Stick your hand out. But don't not, you were doing this? Right, it's, it should be like a, it's like a shark fin, right? Yeah, we're gonna do it again. And then what you wanna do is keep going. See, you're, you're giving me short, you're giving me, you're shorthanding me. And I, listen, honestly, as a woman to another woman, you need to fucking know this, and I am here to teach, I'm gonna Hillary Clinton you through this. And it, so you're gonna go all the way in, yeah, and then just, you don't even have to worry about pounding it so much, you just have to go like this, like, fucking great to see you, yeah. Let's hear it for her, she, you seem awesome. I just think you needed that one skill to get over the top. I believe in you, your future is very strong. Very nice to see you guys here. Women cannot have horse nonsense handshakes. I do not believe that that does us any fucking favors. You wanna go up to a dude, like the dad of your wife or whatever? You're gonna try to get him to be lower than you. Physically lower and then just do one of the, great to meet ya! So. That's the kind of shit you need to bring to the table. <laughs> Speaking of wives, I have one of those. <laughs> have you guys never been to the show before? It seems, you seem so confused. It's just this. You know how it's called Put Your Hands Together? It's a handshake tutorial <laughs> show. You seem like very weirded out by the vibe, but it's the whole, every, all the comics come out, they shake my hand, I say yes or no, and then they go through and they shake everybody's hands. It's a real germ factory. You're not gonna leave here well. You're gonna be sick. But um, you guys, I also have a co-host on the show. I'm Cameron Esposito. I'm obviously charismatic, talented, good at handshakes. But I have someone who co-hosts this show with me. You know her, you love her, Rhea Butcher. Let's hear for Rhea Butcher. Yes. Hey, who needed help with the handshake? Oh, don't, no, don't, but I just mean, great to see you. That's how, uh... That's a handshake. That is a handshake. Obviously, I don't know what's going on, anything with your, I don't mean to, like, put you on a spectrum at all, but obviously we're, like, like you know what I mean, obviously, we understand how to shake hands, like... If anybody does, it's old motorcycle jacket and full suit! <laughs> 
nice, Rhea. Why you look so nice? Oh, thanks so much. I was uh, shooting a thing for a TV show that I'm on. Oh, the television. Season. Hollywood. What are you, uh, Hollywood. What are you doing? Uh, it's a TV show called Know You Shut Up. Oh, yeah. With Paul F. Tompkins. But I won't shut up about it. Don't I want to shut up about it. it. We're talking. I, where can I see it, Rhea? You can see it on Fusion. Oh, my God. Uh, which is a channel on a television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, are there other places? It's on like, YouTube and Hulu. Oh, Hulu. Well, that co- YouTube, Hulu, and Fusion, that's all the things. So All the stations Those of television in the universe. It it's weird I'm asking you so many questions about this because we live together and we're wives. Yeah, we do. But, <laughs> but again, I don't listen to a goddamn thing you say. No. So where were you all day? <laughs> I was shooting a television okay, show. Yeah. Um, actually, you know what? We had a big negotiation today, and this is a really wonderful thing that happened in our life today. Uh, for a lot of... The, since we moved here, I had to, like, kind of be the business lesbian. Sure. <laughs> Pound in the pavement with the briefcase. I literally carry a briefcase. She really does. And then just kind of, like, shaking hands, bringing in business for the family, getting booked on shit, turning it into other bookings. But during all that time, Rhea, you really... Held on the fort at the house. I really did. I was the mom lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have kids. Childless but she took care of me. Lesbian. Which is kind of a cool aspect of dating a woman is like you get, you marry them. It's not even weird if you're like, think of them a little bit as a mom figure to you. It's like, it's like totally okay. Yeah, it's totally fine. It's like, Most she's different of for us. This. It's like not gross. It's cool. I know she's not my mom. We're, she's younger than me. <laughs> By six months. <laughs> So. We usually talk about like daddy issues, mommy issues, but we more have like mom stances. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's very funny, and you guys are—they <laughs> don't know where they are. They don't know what's. We happening. are a hilarious comedy show. There's a bunch of amazing comics. They're in back. You can clap for them. You can clap for them right now. <laughs> but what I was gonna say is that today sure. you had to go do a full day of work, and I did three loads of laundry, and I did the dishes, and I took the dog for a walk, and I went to a grocery store. All in one day. Thank you. Oh my God, thank you guys so much. Oh my God, thank you guys so much. This stuff is really hard for me to do. I'm not good at that stuff. Well, by not good at it, I mean I purposefully be bad at it so that you do it. Yeah. Like, oh, I shrink everything. So I guess you'll do the laundry for two years. (laughs) So that's one thing. I'm on a weird zone. What? I don't know. <laughs> I'm on a weird zone right now. She's on a weird zone. I'll tell you guys why. This is a podcast, this show. This next part may not even make it on the podcast. <laughs> we'll see. Not because of, it's. I want to protect somebody that I love, but a weird thing happened about an hour ago. It really changed my whole, like, not mood today, but like my actually my vantage point on my entire life. Mm-hmm. Do you feel it's a retroactive mood? <sighs> yeah, I think I've been depressed since I was born. I just found out. <laughs> just found out today. Been depressed the whole time. Yeah. That's what this was. Really thought it was like a sinus thing, but <laughs> turns out, yeah, I'm depressed as hell. That's what it is. Yeah, what's the thing you just like can't get out of bed and it's like <laughs> your but face it's, like, hurts right here. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like right in the eyes. It's crying all the time. Yeah. <laughs> That's sinuses, right? <laughs> So, well, you did something magical this morning before you went to work. 
You don't, you don't want to tell the people what you did? I forgot what I did. You don't remember what you did? No. What did I do? Well, I'll give you a hint. The Super Bowl. Okay, I know what I did. <laughs> what did you do, Rhea? I got us Beyonce tickets. What? <laughs> this is what's wrong with you as an audience. A tepid Literally, everybody should be standing. Formation like, you are bullshit people that are hiding your light the under a basket. Formation like, tour. you care about this so much. I like, do not believe Black that you Panthers don't care about it. Oh, the Coldplay fans? Dancing is that on what's going on here? In Go fuck yourself. It was difficult. Formation I tour. had to set two alarms. Coldplay they both got shoved phones, out of there. And and nobody gave a shit. They were loading, loading, timing out, loading again, loading again, loading again. Finally, Rhea got two tickets. Applauding our American Express. It's really nice. It gives you Delta points, which I use because I'm really very loyal to Delta. As you guys know, fans of the show will know that I they know am our favorite airline. Platinum working on my diamond. No problem. And it's like every day is a little bit more of a sunshine day. Sure, yeah. In Love terms of my Delta status. Plates. They have a great fruit and cheese plate. I'd say the best in the cheese plate. American best has, in the a, sky. has a longer fruit and cheese plate, but there's a bunch of extra bullshit in there, like two times of crackers. Way too many crackers. Fucking stupid. I don't need those More many cheese. crackers in the air. It's dry up there already. Yeah, who cares? Plus, like, I think I want to eat another dry I don't know what's worse, thing. like a squishy grape or like a dried apricot. I just throw both of them on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so we have... So we got Beyonce tickets, which I was fucking stoked about. Pretty Because excited. I'm a human being with a pulse. Yeah. I have you an active with heart. Judgmental. Are you? Is it because you're? Is, wait, I think you're just, you guys are jealous. You feel that's why you're not. You can't take joy in somebody else's. Who had a, Who has had a nice thing happen to them recently? Has anybody here gotten a raise or had a child that they're? If you recently had a child, it feels like you would be with them, but <laughs> did anybody like move here or their family was awarded some sort of uh, prize? Delicious Nobody ice cream Nobody had anything good happen to them recently? No one? Where did you move here from? Chicago. Chicago. Well, First of all, we know Chicago. That's where I'm from. That's where she's from. That's where we met, fell in love. So we get it. We fucking love that place. Also, welcome to here, which is better. I have to tell you. <laughs> People in Chicago are not gonna understand what I'm saying or what you're saying. You cannot say that to them. But if you wanna be in the 85 degree sunshine, getting them jobs, you know? This is the place to be. <laughs> cool, man. Welcome to the city. That guy had a great thing happen to him. Let's hear for that guy. He had a great thing. I can be genuinely happy for him. We got Beyonce tickets. Oh my so. goodness, what the hell is And this? in a way, you all got Beyonce tickets because we will go and then we'll come back. We'll tell you about it. We will learn the dances. We will have the outfits made by our friends who work in the industry as wardrobe design. Yeah. I will partially fall over but not fall over and look good the whole fucking time. That's right. Beyonce is really important to me. I have seen her one time before when I was a child. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. When you were both children? Yes. <laughs> she was in Destiny's Child, which was appropriate because they were like real young. 
Oh, yeah. So when you were a teenager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would you call that? That's a child? I don't know. That's confusing. You would call that a teenager? I thought you meant like a kindergartner. You were like, I saw Beyonce once in kindergarten. <laughs> she gave me a crayon. Beautiful black woman pa- walked past me when I was five years old. Come to oh, find out, 20 years traveler. later, it was Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw her when she performed with Destiny's Child. Loved it. Was taken with her presence. That was one of the mm-hmm. coolest summers of my life. That was the summer I saw Celine, Dion, thank you so much for your audible gasp. Gasping. Love her so much, so sorry about her recent loss. Um, I really feel that because I'm a person that can kind of connect to other people's emotions. It's like when she lost Renee, I felt that, you know? Um, That was a cool song in my life. Also, they might be giants. Also, Metallica. What a weird collection of music You're just trying stuff on, right? You're a teenager. Yeah. Which of these things are me? Also, overalls, fanny pack? I'm not sure. (laughs) Also, I was with a man at all of those concerts, except that I did go to Lilith Fair um, with all my high school girlfriends. Right. And I did run, I did rush the stage when Sarah McLaughlin came on. Which, like, it was difficult because everybody was just seated on sure. picnic blankets. I imagine it was just you and a bunch of... <laughs> just you and a bunch of puppies rushing the stage. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't get close enough, so I hopped on, like, a swing, you know? <laughs> sure, yeah. Just landed in a flower bed. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a confusing summer, but full of fun. Loved it. Saw Destiny's Child, loved it. A couple years ago had a really pretty important moment in my life when we were watching the Super Bowl. I'm assuming you were watching the Super Bowl when Beyonce performed the halftime show and then Destiny's Child was propelled out of the stage. (laughs) And we had just moved here. We had just moved here from Chicago. We went to a party with a bunch of comics who were all dudes. And I'm not saying men can't have like a genuine feeling of emotion when they see like true human beauty, but I will say that... (laughs) I screamed and burst into tears. Sure, yes. You were very moved. I was so happy. And all these dudes were like, eh. Show us something amazing. Like, oh, I don't know, the reunion of an amazing band as a surprise via stage cannon. Like, I don't understand what you're looking for. I mean, has anybody been shot up onto a stage like that before? I don't know. I mean, I'm just thinking about it again. And they're, yeah. I mean, they're wearing like create like cat suits basically, and yeah. then they're being shot three feet in the air. Yeah. I mean, it is amazing. You're uh, three. You know feet. what? Usually, when people are shot in the air, it's like three hundred feet, and then you're just like soaring. But they were just like, <laughs> got it. You're right. They didn't really have to stick that landing. You have to stick the hell out of that landing. That's a really good point, Ria. I never thought about how the shortness. <laughs> of their projection was the most difficult part. Yeah. That's not the craziest thing I've ever seen emerge from a stage. You know what the craziest thing I've ever seen emerge from a stage is when I saw Celine Dion. It was in 1997. So as you guys know, she was singing My Heart Will Go On, but not till the very end. So everybody's there. We're at the United Center in Chicago. Everybody's like, is she going to play it? Is she going to play it? Like, of course she's going to fucking play it. But it's just like, is she going to play it? Like, really keeping us on the edge of our fucking stadium seats. You're like, it's... Show ends. She leaves. Yep. Oh man, I guess she didn't play it on her stadium tour. Right after Titanic. <laughs> I guess she just didn't play it. I was wearing a like Kangol style oh my gosh. hat 
that had a heart on it that said Celine. Oh boy. I was fifteen, like you know, I was like an adult, you know, a child. I was a child. Wait a minute. Really. Yeah. I know. God damn it. <laughs> My point is, <laughs> what happened was, she came back out, and as she was walking the catwalk towards the stage. <laughs> stage opened and from within the stage emerged the front of a ship. <laughs> a ship. The ship! So you know what's about to go down! Oh my god! I kind of almost I was wish like, from the stage emerged a dresser and then she just shivered on the yeah, dresser no. and sang it the whole time. <laughs> Like, you thought it was going to be the ship? No. I'm going to sing it from this door. Whatever it was. From the stage emerged a lifetime of photos, and then she aged a bunch. That's a cool special effect. She sang it at the front of the ship. It was fucking awesome. It was, you know, it was really great. So, my point is. (laughs) Obviously, also, there's some really cool stuff going on with... uh, what, What I... I mean, I don't have to tell you that Beyonce's amazing because she is a political figure, and that's fucking cool. It's very cool and important if you're somebody who has that opportunity. If you're somebody who is as rich and cool, whose body makes that shape. (laughs) You get to a point in your career where you could do anything. And what you decide to do is make videos that show everybody that Katrina is fucking bullshit, but also shit is still fucking bullshit, and also please stop killing us. Like, to me, that is right on the money. Good job, Bay. Like, I am really... I'm really on... Yeah, you should clap for that. Please clap. Please clap. Please clap. Please clap. clap. That was really good, actually. Thank you. It was good the first time you said it, too, because your hand was in your pocket. Yeah, right. Please clap. Yeah. What if I suddenly became the best Jeb Bush person? <laughs> I just got glass. Look at this lesbian impersonator, Jeb Bush. That's perfect. I mean, anything goes. He's not going to win. Who cares? No, it doesn't matter. You can do whatever you want. I actually, I feel so genuinely bad for the guy. I, I do feel a little bad. Because it him. looks like, it's like watching a, a, like a dance recital for four-year-olds and one of the four-year-olds is me and she is a little lesbian why is she wearing a tutu plus her eyes stop working so she's got a eye patch on one of her eyes because she has double vision her dad's standing on the end of the stage because she dances off the sure edge of the stage yeah it's just Barbara Bush at the end of the stage yeah, that's Don't what fall, it feels Jeb. like that is exactly I'll what I'll catch you Jeb I've been catching you for years <laughs> Barbara Bush is like 200 years old. And she's, Jeb is still like, Mom, will you please tell him I could do a good job? <laughs> she's like, I just want to rest, Jeb. But I'll catch sure. you, Jeb. Breast milk's in the mail. <laughs> well, I know you're going to love this first comic. He is in from New York, and I think he is a wonderful comic and a very fucking nice man. Let's hear it right now from Mr. Rojo Perez. Give it up for Rojo. <laughs> Rhea and Cameron, what is up? Cool. Complete silence. 
That's how you make somebody feel at home. Thank you guys, you nice people in LA. Doing all right? Nice to see you. Cool, you guys are fucking up here judging. I like it. Okay, dude, thanks for coming out. Sweet flops. Okay, um, oh, we're doing it. I like the idea that Beyonce has to save up for something. How crazy is that purchase that Beyonce is storing tour checks in like a piggy bank? Like once I'll break this shit. Oh, all right, whatever. Um, glad to be here. I'm excited to be here. First day in town. I've been traveling. I I'm glad. Uh, I'm I'm glad to be around people, like humans, like regular. I was doing. I was on tour and I was doing some college shows. Um, uh, not to brag, they hated me. <laughs> um, but it's the first time I've had a bad show and been okay with it. Like, do you remember, like, if this goes poorly, like, I'd feel bad. Like, I'd be bummed. But I was glad the college shows went poorly because they're not real people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if you're in college right now, I don't care for you. <laughs> Cause you're not like you're physically real, like you exist, but you're not done. Like, does that make sense? It's like when you roast a chicken, where it's like it looks done on the outside, but when you cut it, it's all gooey and dumb. Like that's all, cause there's nothing there. There's nothing I can relate to, and I'm glad I'm past that age. I'm glad I'm past that age that I can't relate to a college kid, cause everything they haven't lived anything. So it's like, oh man, weed's crazy. It's like, yeah, shut the fuck up. I have bills. Like I don't care. Like a girl showed up in a snuggie. Fuck you. Respect yourself. Put some jeans on. It's not a sleepover. <laughs> I'm glad to be here. Feel good. 2016, we're making some strong decisions. 2016, I'm done with tall women. <laughs> That's it. I'm done dating tall women. I won't even date a girl my height if her posture is too good. Like, I'm not. I'm going five, six and under. That's it. I'm going five, six and under, and I know that eliminates a lot of the ladies, so I'm lowering the minimum height. You know what I mean? Like, it used to be five feet. Now I'll dip down to like four, six, four, seven. Like, I'll date a four, six girl as long as she has like regular people fingers. Like, I'll do like grown up fingers. Like, I'll do four, six. Don't get weird. That's nothing bad about that. They're people too, so don't tense up. I used to like dating tall women because there's something cool about it. When you're my height, people look at you when you're walking down the street. There's something about it. Dudes look at you and like, why is he with her, like what, he must have like a huge personality, like what is? So it's a cool feeling. You know what's not cool? When the tall girl you're dating picks you up in public, like physically lifts you, that's a mind fuck. Uh, because she kept threatening to do it, and I was like, no, you can't. But I think she thought I meant like, no, you physically can't. Like it was a challenge. And what I meant was like, no, you can't because I don't know how I'll react. Like, I might headbutt you. Like, I'll probably headbutt you. But we had a couple drinks one night and we were outside of a bar and she went, she hugged and she went. She went for it and she lifted and my feet dangled and that was the end of the relationship. That's it. There's no coming back. If anybody saw us that night outside of that bar, you would have just seen a bearded boy yelling, no means no. That's... <laughs> I'm done with it. People like to try you when you're this height for some reason. I had a nurse call me a liar. That's something they do now. 
I was at the doctor's office and the nurse was like filling out my chart. And she goes, hey, how tall are you? I go, 5'7". She goes, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, who lies about 5'7", dude? That's not a big number. Like, she acted like I walked in there like, oh, me? Shit, I'm 6'2", 240, like a man, like they make them like men. What? Joke? What? Yeah, you scared, girl. 6'2", actually, I just grew in in 6'3". That sounds about right. That wasn't what I said. I said 5'7". That's a very reasonable height. <laughs> and if I were lying, how about you let me have this one? <laughs> Clearly, I need a victory in this free clinic today. Can I win one? The nurse had cat hair all over her scrubs. That guy gets it. The rest of you reacting like that shit's normal. That's not a thing. It's gross. And the thing is, I'm not a big fan of cats, but I get cat ladies. Like, I understand them. Like, these are just women who have all this love to share, but can't seem to find a regular human being to share it with, so they get cats, I get it. The thing is, I don't want women to get angry because I don't mean any woman who owns a cat's a cat lady. That's not what I'm saying, there's a big difference. And it has nothing to do with how many cats you own, but it has everything to do with how you name your cats. Because a lady who just owns cats names her cat like Sprinkles, like it's cute but a cat lady names her cat like Richard. <laughs> you see how serious that feels? Like Sprinkles is gonna have a life just full of playing with yarn. Richard, a lot of listening. <laughs> uh, you guys are dope, enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you so much, have a good night, bye. We give cat ladies a bad name, but I think cat guys should get it too. These cat guys are just sailing along on the sensitivity boat. Oh, he's so sensitive. She's crazy, but he's so sensitive. Here's the thing, they both own cats. Let's give them some shit. <laughs> Staunchly anti-cat. Just kidding, I'm not, I like cats. I just have a dog, so now I understand what appreciation means. Uh, it's nice to have something be excited for you to be around, as opposed to something being like, God damn it. I thought I had this whole place to myself. <laughs> you guys, this next comic is a friend of the show. We love it when he stops by. You guys, please give a warm welcome to Brooks Whelan. <laughs> Guys, fucking Donald Trump fucking took it tonight. Yeah! That's what I'm talking about! Where are my Trump heads? Where are my Trump heads? Yeah! Fuck Muslims! Let's get into this. Um, Trump. 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 <laughs> I mean, like, dude, I get it now. I get that Michael Caine bullshit of, like, some people just want to watch the world burn. I kind of want him to win to be like, what'll happen? I don't know. <laughs> gonna be crazy <laughs> Mad Max isn't that far away I'm excited 
I don't know. I do want, I mean, if Trump wins, we'll get to see if the president has any power or not. We don't really know right now. You know, like, it's just been like, can they take everything down? I, maybe, we'll know for sure after Trump. They could, they could, and they did. It's all gone. I don't know, man. What a fucking nut job. I, I like, I mean, who knows? Who cares? That's what I say. I don't vote. I don't, because why? Um, I'm being honest, people really get mad about it, and I don't care. Uh, I'm like, I opened a set one time in like 2012 after the election with just like, your vote didn't count. And I had no credits and was the opener, and everyone was like, I fucking hate this guy. So I don't really talk about it anymore, except for right now on podcasts. And um, edit, edit, edit all this out. Uh, Okay, what else happened? Oh my God, okay. My parents hate LA. I grew up in Iowa, and I think they're wrong, you know, because I love LA, and I'm just, my, my reaction is always like, LA's chill. <laughs> it's so chill. <laughs> you just hang out in my backyard, and you grill, and you smoke weed, it's chill as fuck. Like, <laughs> so I always thought they were wrong, but then thinking about it, they're, they're, they don't land in my backyard chilling. They land at LAX, you know? <laughs> It's not a chill area to, to be like, this is L.A. You know, like they get off the plane and then they come and they see like their son. Like I'm like in my car and my mom's like, oh, I'd love to give you a hug. And I'm just like, there's no time for hugs. Get the fuck in. Are you out of your mind? You want a hug? They got guns, mom. And then we get home and she's like, how's it going? I'm like, run lines with me work on these lines. It's for an AMC show. It's huge right now. So they're right. <laughs> this was the other thing that ha I happened at, at, um, over Christmas. I was hanging out in the woods. I grew up and I grew up in the woods. Like for, <laughs> there was a house, but it was surrounded by woods. And it made me think about the first time I finger banged a girl. It, was, it wasn't in the woods, but here's what happened. I was in seventh grade. She was in eighth grade. It was pretty cool at the time, probably my sexual peak. And, uh, you know, I'd just come out of Pokemon and into babes. It was a very confusing time in my life. But I remember I finger banged this girl, and um, afterwards I was like, thank you, you know. <laughs> I really, this is very unexpected. I thought we were just gonna watch Bring It On for real. This is not planned. And afterwards, I, um, I was like, I gotta go home. And I put on, I, I had these leather gloves. I was like 12. And I had, like OJ was huge. And I was like, yeah, everybody, leather gloves are in, you know? Like, they were, it's the 90s, leather gloves are in, you know? Yeah. So I threw on the leather gloves and then I, and I walked home to, to my place, it was like two miles away and it was in the winter in Iowa. And uh, when I got home, I took off my uh, leather gloves and um, they smelled so much like vagina. Like, it had really gotten into the leather during the trek, you know? To where I was like, oh no. Like, it smelled up the front entryway. Like, the front entryway, I was like, I'll just put them underneath stuff. And then I was like, I still smell it. It's still around. My mom will know this smell, and I can't, she can't know how cool I am. I, I'm not ready for her to understand, like, whoa, Brooks is pretty rad. I had no idea. Like, 
So I took the gloves, and there's a real, the real moment in my life. Uh, really, this really happened as a 12-year-old. Uh, I took the gloves uh, into the woods with the shovel, <laughs> and I buried them. I buried the gloves at night in the woods like a murderer. Like if someone murdered someone with gloves, they would be like, I can't, I gotta get rid of the gloves. Let's put them in the woods in Iowa. I did that too. And like I patted the dirt and I just remember thinking like, no one will know. Like, and I forgot, and I'd forgotten about it. And then I was just home visiting, but my parents had moved and I was with my friend. I was like, let's go to the woods. Cause I liked the woods that I grew up in. And I was like, let's go to the, check out those woods. And then we got there and I was like, oh my God, dude. I, I figured Nicole in seventh grade, I buried some gloves out here. <laughs> we should go find them. I know kind of where they are. It's by where we used to bury all our cats when they died. So I know where that is. I had a ton of cats, you know, but they die easily. You know, you're not going to throw them away. You got to bury them in the woods and feel bad for a day. So... It's also kind of where I buried my gloves. So I was like, we'll go, we'll start digging. If we find a cat, that just means we're close. Like, no one's around there. And he was like, no, that's a terrible idea. They'd go, what happens if you find them, you know? Like, what then? I was like, oh, good, you're right. Like, I would just have those. And then we get pulled over, and the cop's like, what are, what are those? Those look like little kid gloves. They're covered in dirt and smell like vagina. Why do you have them? And I couldn't be like, well, they're mine, so it's fine. They're mine. I did it. It's fine. It's a funny story, actually. So that, ha that happened. I remember that. What else do I have as a new joke? I forget whenever I do this, what jokes I've told on it before. And uh, I just imagine all the hardcore listeners out there being like, he said it! He's not writing anymore. He's over. He's done. All right, here we go. So let's do like a... Dis oh, here we... I walked in on a man shitting in a porta potty when I was five. That happened for real. It's not like you walked in on someone using the bathroom. That's the difference to where you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, and then you leave. I walked into a person's lap while he was shitting. Is what, that's how you do that. You're just like, you're just like excited. It's a baseball game. You're like, here we go. All right, see you guys. And then you're on a person shitting is what happened. And we made like hard eye contact for a few minutes. You know, like not, no, that's a, that's exaggeration. It's an exaggeration. It was like 10 seconds of just like, oh, we didn't think this could happen. You know, like. And I think about that man's face every 20 minutes of my entire life now. You find out how poor you grew up with at what age you discover Red Lobster isn't the fanciest restaurant in the world. Do you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, okay, I was 28. And I was in New York City. And my friends were like, let's go to Red Lobster right now. And I was like, guys, I got fucking shorts on. There's no way they're gonna let me in. Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your mind? If we swing by Coles, maybe. Get some khakis. Also, who the fuck got good grades that we even deserve Red Lobster today? Who graduated that we think we deserve it? 
If you asked me when I was 10 how much I thought Red Lobster cost based on how my father behaved around crab legs, I would say $25,000 a trip. All right, I get out of here, but I have to talk about this last most insane thing before it is out of the news, and then I'm done. And then I'm done, and then I have one more thing. Um, Golden Corral. Golden Corral is my new favorite commercials of all time. As I've never believed I was better than anything until recently. <laughs> Golden Corral is a buffet. And um, buffets are already on the fringes of what's acceptable in society, you know? <laughs> it's already like we let it slide, but we're like, I don't know if we should, you know? Like, it's pretty nuts. <laughs> it's pretty crazy, you know? Golden Corral's new thing is after a buffet for an extra $1.99. You get, to, you get to take a box and you get to fill it with more food and leave. <laughs> you get to fill it with more food. And it's just Jeff Foxworthy. The commercials is just him just being like, for an extra $1.99, that's another dinner. That's all he says. That's, it was his fucking, that's not how buffets work. That's, it's like basically like, buffets, I, like their slogan should already just be like, get nuts. Like that's what it means. <laughs> And now it's like, after you got nuts, get more for Piggy. Like, that's what it is saying. It's so insane. It's already, like, there were rules. Because when you find out the price of a buffet, it just go like, you're there, and you're like, how much is it? It's not. It's just in our brain that when you find out the price, you go, well, I'm going to make you regret that. Like, that's just how you, I don't care how rich you are. You're like, oh, yeah, you think, yeah, you're okay. Yeah, that's a price. I'm going to get that in Mountain Dew. Like, that's what I always think. But now they're like, and then once you're done, there ain't rules anymore. Like, I don't know why they're stopping there. Why, if the, now we're just throwing the laws of fucking reality out of the window, just be like, and then for an extra $10, we'll close our eyes, and for 30 seconds, you get to go crazy. Like, it don't even have to do with food. <laughs> I don't know how that... We'll throw it on the ground. <laughs> you ever rolled around in it? That's the $3 menu. Okay, thank you. Brooks Whelan, you guys. I hate the term finger banging. I don't think it should be used. Why? Should be. I'm gonna tell you why. That's how I have sex, all the way. That's how I have all the way sex. So when you say finger banging, you should say I had lesbian sex with a young lady. That is correct. You don't have to hug me on this. Once I felt like I did a set that wouldn't offend you. <laughs> I am a moving target. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't want to talk about. This. I want to spend so much time on that. All I want to do is talk to you guys about sex and like the different ways you can make yourself happy. <laughs> And the different things you can do for other people. I wanna fucking let you know, you know? I mean, we live in like a world where Kanye West, Kanye West is like 
I don't wipe my own butthole because it's gay. Like, that's the world we live in. Well, he said, he said that like, because do I really have to get you guys up to date on some shit? Amber Rose said that Kanye liked to have a finger into his butt when they're having sex. Men have prostates and that feels good. Also feels good for women. Butts are cool. Butts are totally cool. But Kanye West, Kanye West, who's like, he just doesn't even have to live here anymore. And I mean like, on this planet. Like he could just build a spaceship and leave. He's like 100% in that Roho, in that position Roho was talking about. We're like, you're right, Beyonce's not saving for shit. She's writing songs about how much she's saving. She's not really, she's got it. You're right. She could cover the bill. But he got like lots of, he got like lots of things. He got baby. Celebrity, all the money in the world. But he's like, listen, the internet. Listen, group of strangers that I owe absolutely zero to. I don't like butt stuff. And I said that thing about wiping, because I swear to God one time a guy asked me, I, this happened to me. A guy asked me, if it was gay, when he wiped his ass. Here are the problems with this. Number one, have you not been? Have you been on the fence so you haven't been? You should start. Number two, it's your own ass. It's your own one. It's your own ass. You, you have a butt? And it's your own. So that's not gay. It's not gay at all. Also, butts in general, not gay. Raise your hand if you have a butt. Raise your hand if you have a butt. Now, clap if you have an asshole. Clap if you have an asshole. So that's everybody, that's all of us. So I'm not saying like that you need to do something with it, like do whatever, you, but like, for sure if you like poop out of your butthole, like you're just like living a normal human existence. <laughs> And then if you like try to take care of making sure that that's not like a terrible crime to humanity by like cleaning yourself up, it's like not very gay. We get so stressed out about sex stuff. But you know what has been the highlight of my night? Is that Brooks came back up here to hug me and Brooks and I are friends. And I really like Brooks. But Brooks came back up here to hug me and I just turned the mic stand toward him and didn't extend my arms. And he's so tall that I just, my head went into his chest while I continued to talk. And so I'm gonna be thinking about that for a while. And I'm so fucking jealous you guys got to see it. Sounds like a real Destiny's Child at the Super Bowl type situation. All right, you guys are wonderful. Now this next comic, she is in town from New York and she has an album coming out this Friday, which is very exciting. We're very excited for her. So let's hear it right now for Julia Rossi. Give it up for Julia! Woo! 
talk about buttholes, also because I know this will be recorded, and I, I'm going to regret this later, but I felt so inspired. I... <laughs> Why am I doing this? I have had an, uh, an itch, sitch, for a little while, and uh, I went to the doctor, and... Uh, this guy was such a piece of shit. I had... <laughs> No pun intended. And uh, he was a real doctor. He just wasn't in my butt. And I, uh, I had him look at my butt. And he's like, a, a, he was like a short little Jewish guy with a yarmulke. And I already felt weird that he like was in holy garb and had to look at my butt. And he, he looked at my butt. And he goes, I don't see anything. And he got like real smart. And I was like, okay, but it's like I, I feel itch. And he was like, well, are you mentally well? And I was like. <laughs> First of all, if I wasn't, how could I answer that question honestly? Second of all, no, I'm not. I'm not mentally well. I am. I am. Have this, I'm desperate for tiny doctors to look at my butt, and so I've been going around the city, <laughs> lying about this. Pro- Are you fucking kidding me? Like, if I was a hypochondriac, I'd be like, my head hurts. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be like, look at my butt. And so I've been doing. I did a bunch of. I'm so mad. I'm putting this online, but I. Uh, I did a bunch of like. <laughs> like natural, I just, maybe it could help somebody, but I I tried all these natural remedies and they were all like, try coconut oil, try olive oil, um, try, what is, oh, there's like another food product and apple cider vinegar. I'm like, literally the term toss salad is like very (laughs) personal. This is what you could eat a salad. (sighs) Hope that goes viral. I, uh... Someone's gonna, some guy is gonna comment it and be like, what a whore, dumbass cunt after they hear that, because God forbid I have an opinion. I, uh, I was online a lot today, so I'm in kind of a mood. I, uh, it, it, I, I don't think anyone, I trust no one in this room is a horrible internet commenter, and if you are, I'm gonna just, I'm sorry about your life, and I love you, uh, and I hope that makes you stop, because it's terrible. Like, I have a joke, so I have this video on YouTube uh, where I do a joke about rape. I am against rape and the joke. Thank you so much. And I know, wow, crazy opinion. And the first anonymous comment that I got, I'm guessing there's from a guy. I couldn't tell by his dragon avatar. But the first, first comment, first comment that I got was, I don't think she has to worry about getting raped. That was the first comment that I got. Don't feel bad. Second comment I got was, yeah, raper, raper. <laughs> Gun to the head, rapeable. Uh, you know, so I felt be- be- better. I felt terrified, and I never want to bring children into this like awful world. We are like so disconnected, and like all these people have all this power that shouldn't. Without like, like I, I shown three different videos of mine on the internet, and I wish I didn't see this, but how can I not? Three different. I'm guessing men again. I love men. I'm not mad, but just based on their names and their images, uh, said, funny, (laughs) hands are too big. And I was like, I'll work on it? Like, I don't know what to do with this information. It's like, okay, I'll cut off my hands. And then I'm going to be like the hand, the nub hand comic. And then someone else is going to write, funny, wish she had hands. You know, like, I can't... Win. Like, it's never, like, any video of a woman doing comedy on the internet, the comments are always like, funny, uh, but wouldn't fuck her, or I'd fuck her, but she's not funny. So, according to commenters, women can only have one talented hole, and I want all my holes to be talented, you know? Just 
dream I've always had. Even the salad hole. I want it all to fucking, I want it all to shine. You know, just good things coming out of all of it. And I just, such a bummer. It's such a bummer. It's like we don't have to be this mean. Like, fine, you didn't like the Coldplay performance at the Super Bowl. Don't need to fucking hashtag and tweet. Like, just let them be musicians. You know, oh yeah, I just lost everyone. Sorry. You're all such great singers. It's just let fucking people be. Like, the internet is the worst example if you have nothing nice to say. Like, don't say it. It's like, don't tweet it under a fake name. But I, uh, none of those are jokes. I'm just angry. I, uh, I just hate we all I hate how much I care about stuff too like I don't want to care about like tweets and comments and all this stuff I don't want to like scroll through Instagram and look at photos of parties I wasn't invited to and then I click I click like on all of them just to be like I saw what you did you know like just to send a very subtle message and and I, I hate like we have no more privacy online that's gone you know like banks still think that our mother's maiden names are good security passwords I could Google all of your mother's maiden names right now, you know? If a bank really wants to protect my money, ask a question nobody knows the answer to, like, what will make my father proud of me? You know, something that nobody <laughs> will ever figure out, right? Just so many years trying to figure that out. I just want to take a moment. No one is on their phone right now. I love that. Nobody's on their phone. So I just want to take a moment. We're all in this room together. And I want you to all close your eyes. Everyone's eyes closed. I see your eyes. Close your eyes. And I want you to put your hands on your heart. And I want you to click like for yourself. <sighs> Wasn't that nice, right? You don't have to go online and touch little hearts on other people's posts. You got a little heart in here, right? Just like, like type the, I didn't say it was a joke. I just thought it would be a nice moment that we can all share together and just really feel it. I just. I don't know, I'm a nice person. I wish other people could be nice as me, you know? I've been doing this really nice thing lately where, um, like, I don't know if anyone else does it, but if I walk by somebody in a wheelchair, uh, I find myself walking slower because I don't want to show off. Does anyone else do that? Does anyone, right? It's a weird, I don't mean, I don't know if I'm being weird, and then, like, and then if it's someone with, like, a cane, like, I'll, I'll even, sometimes I'll, like, fake a limp just to be like, it's not just you, and then I'm like, fuck, I look like I'm mocking them. Like, it's not even... But I'm like carrying a yoga mat, so I'm like, I'm really nice. Uh, that was so controversial. Uh, <laughs> I just, it's just, we, it's life's too short to be me. You know, I was already bullied in high school. I don't want to go through it again online. You know, was anyone else here bullied? Anyone? Yes. Really? I'm sure you guys were at a comedy theater. Like, people have been bullied here. Um, were you bullied by Katie Kearney from Belmont, Massachusetts? Did she also ruin your life? Um, she. She once raised her hand in science class and goes, um, I have a question about genetics. Is it genetics that Julia's dad has facial hair and Julia has facial hair? I cried so hard I got snot all in my beard. It was just, uh, just true. You guys, thank you so much. Good night. We have two more comics left on the show, and they're both fantastic. Are you guys excited? <laughs> awesome. You guys, please keep it going for a friend of the show, Brent Weinbach. Um, awesome. What's going on with you? What are you working on right now? Hmm. Oh, it's just some stuff. I've been working on this video game, actually. 
This is a true thing? Yes. What are I don't, you I don't about? like a lot of new games that come out. I'm not... A, I don't play a lot of new video games. You know, I play old video games from the 80s. But See, I don't know anything about video games, so, like, you lost me at video games. Mm-hmm. But tell me well, what you're talking about. Okay, so video game is, um, yeah, it's yeah. a game that you can play, it hooks up to the TV. Yep, it's and like moving. There's, yeah, there's Because moving, you're moving it. Well, you move it with your fingers, yeah, yeah, usually. Yeah. Using a joystick. Yeah, usually using like our controller. controller. <laughs> not, not a, yeah, not a controller of sorts. Yeah. And you press your, usually your thumb, I usually yeah. make thumbs personally, a lot. And you You're press a your thumbs thumb. guy. Yeah, I'm a thumbs guy. Some people might use other things. I've seen actually people play video games with their fingers. I'm talking like old video games with the buttons. They, I've seen people do this. That's you insane. know how people hold controllers no, I mean, like this. You've seen, you've seen a whole. Ter- yes. I've seen I saw I've seen people play like this, like as if they're typing. I swear. So like, like a Nintendo your, controller typing. What's your like console of choice? What do you play? Super Nintendo. You play Super Nintendo? That's the best one. Yeah. But Nintendo's play? good. I mean, I played Super Nintendo's Nintendo. Nintendo's good too. Regular Nintendo's what good too. What do you play on Super Nintendo? Super Mario Kart. <laughs> okay. Su- so Sute what, Hakun. So what game are you working on? Well, okay. And with who? Now we're we're getting into territory. Actually, what I meant that when I was okay. Well, Ducktales Part Two. Oh, you mean you're okay. playing a game? Well, there's two things going on right now in my life. Okay. okay. There's Ducktales Two. Okay. That's the sequel <laughs> to Ducktales, and um, Ducktales is uh, based on a TV yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. It's a cartoon. Listen, I'm a real DuckTales expert. Okay. Like, you don't have to, you do not have to show So they made up. a video game based on that. Yeah, sure. And um, so the part two is actually kind of hard to get. It's like, it goes for a one lot of money. One of them rare It goes tools. for a lot of money, yeah. Got it, okay. And so I got that, and I've been working on There's one piece, there's some, anyway, I was stuck on that for a while. But anyway, whatever on that, actually. Okay. I'm an old, I play old video games. But this new game came out recently for PlayStation 4. I don't own a PlayStation 4, but my friend does. And it's called The Witness. And um, it was designed by a guy named Jonathan Blow. Um, they say designed by a game, designed by a guy named Jonathan Blow. No, you actually said guy. Okay. But I, thanks for the... I'm hearing game in my head. Um, yeah. And he made a game called Braid, which was a really good game that came out several years ago. A very intellectual, intellectually made game. And this game called The Witness, this is so boring, sorry. I, no. It's like, it's, it's, it's so, it's, it's, do you need to go? Uh, maybe in a second. It's um, very. It's an homage to the game Mist, which came out on computer in 1993 or so. And so, um, so people that it's a want puzzle game. To okay, <laughs> I think you've answered all my questions about this particular thing only because I have to go take Rhea off. I know. I and know. And if I didn't have to take Rhea off, yeah, I would talk to you about I know, this I, for like three to four. Basically, hours. the bottom line is the game has been. It's infested my mind, and I dream about it. Um, and this is perfect, and you're perfect, <laughs> and um, see if you can get some sleep. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Brett, you guys, let him hear it. Oh man, you guys, the time has come. We've gotten to our final comic. Are you guys excited? No, I said, are you guys excited? Marginally better. This next comic is a very funny guy. He was on Last Comic Standing last season. Guess who else was on Last Comic Standing last season? This guy. I was not the last one standing. In fact, I was one of the very first ones standing. And then I walked away. But it was fun. And he got there, wasn't the last guy, but close to one of the last guys. You guys give it up for Mike Palasek. Thank you. I, uh, I grew up in kind of a strict household. My parents had weird rules. Like I wasn't supposed to date until I was 16. 
I remember my mom found out that I went on a date before that time, and she like cornered me. She's like, Michael, who's Sarah? Who's Sarah? <laughs> it made me wish that I didn't even like girls, so I could just be like, Sarah's a cover. I like Todd. <laughs> when can I date Todd? Cameron was talking about Delta earlier. I would like to show my support for Spira Airlines. <laughs> no reason to judge. <laughs> I like Spira because I feel safe. It's, uh, it's no frills, you know? I feel safe on Spira. I don't think that anybody would ever blow up a Spira plane. <laughs> right. No one's gonna put that kind of planning and money into a flight that's probably not leaving today. Like, even if a terrorist got on the plane, he would just look around and be like, these are not the Americans we're upset at. <laughs> we're doing a lot better in this war than we thought we were. Let's just, let's just go to Cancun. I'm in a relationship now. We went to a couple weddings together. That was fun. We went to my cousin's wedding, which was fun. And then we went to her ex-boyfriend's wedding, which was not as fun. I didn't want to go. Uh, she was like, but Michael, he was my first love. Oh, for some reason, I still don't want to go. <laughs> I just thought it would be weird because she said that she broke up with him and I don't know what I'm supposed to say when I meet him. You know, she'd be like, congratulations. How did you get out? <laughs> I'm never happy. <laughs> Unless she's happy. She's rarely happy. <laughs> she told me one time that she has never been broken up with before, and she shouldn't have told me that because I'm very competitive. <laughs> one time we were talking on the phone, and she hung up on me because she was wrong. And I, <laughs> I thought we were breaking up. She called me back. She's like, Michael, that doesn't mean we're breaking up. If we were break up, we'll know it. We'll sit down. We'll talk about we've, what we've learned. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be there. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and text me what you learned? And I'll read it out loud to my friends at the bar. <laughs> Whenever I'm gone, she'll watch TV by herself, and then she'll take situations from the sitcom she's watching and, and project those onto our relationship. <laughs> and then get mad at me for something that happened on Modern Family. Okay. One time, she, she called me and she's like, Michael, there was an episode of Modern Family where the, where the mom and the dad were flying on a plane together, the dumpies, and the dad got upgraded to first class and he left, left his wife back in coach. And she called me and she's like, Michael, if we're flying together and you get upgraded to first class, are you going to take that seat? <laughs> no. <laughs> we're flying together. We're flying spirit. <laughs> we're all one class. <laughs> There will be no leaning back. <laughs> That's not what I said, because at the time, I wasn't flying Spirit as much because I had more money because we had not dated as long. <laughs> what I said was this. I said, when you're sitting next to someone you love, you're already flying first class. Yeah, I didn't even laugh while I said it. I believed it. You know, I'd much rather sit next to her than a stranger because I love her. Also next to a stranger, he accidentally bumped our hair. That's forever, that DNA. <laughs> also, if I'm on a plane next to her for four hours, that counts as hanging out. So when we land, I could do something on my own. 
I moved out uh, to LA a little while ago. Uh, uh, she wants to move out here too, but she needs a place to live. Uh, <laughs> I'm Catholic, so we're not supposed to live together until we're married. So it's good to see my religion finally panned out. <laughs> this cross just got lighter. It's not you, it's Jesus. <laughs> it's weird being Catholic right now because the government said that gay people could get married and the Catholic Church was just like, mm, mm, oh, we're booked. <laughs> Those days. <laughs> and they didn't really, I don't really understand why, I wish it was like a ridiculous reason if they were just like, well, because on the top of a cake is like a man figure and a woman figure. And if a lot of men get married to each other, we're gonna have a lot of women figures left over. And what are we gonna do with those? It's a surplus, and that's why. From what I've been told, if you're Catholic and you want to get married, you're supposed to be able to procreate, and gay people can't procreate because of science or whatever. Which, if you're a religion and you're using science to exclude people from something, maybe you should look at your reasoning one more time. Like, <laughs> You're a religion. You have to believe. Like, I think maybe gay people can procreate, and we just need to believe. <laughs> I'm Catholic. I believe in Virgin Mary, and I can believe in gay Mark. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to put it in stone. Just have it in my iPad next time it updates. <laughs> One of my friends is in a relationship right now, and his girlfriend's a little older than us, but it's okay, she's still really pretty. And <laughs> he doesn't like it because she's more successful. Like he said this one time, he was like, I just hate it, and my girlfriend makes more money than me. Oh, where did you meet her? Like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> he has a girlfriend who he loves, and she has a lot of money. Like, he took two good things, put them together, and found a way to complain about it. That'd be like if I was like, oh, I got these awesome Super Bowl tickets, and they want me to play. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There are moments where I have two good things, and I still complain, you know? Like, if I'm on a date with, with my girlfriend, that's one good thing. Oops. They won't see that on the podcast. Um, and then if, uh, if we order dessert, that's like a really good thing. But then because she's there, I have to share it, and that's the thing I complain about. Um, not out loud, that would be rude if she started digging in. I was just like, really? <laughs> I thought you only wanted a little. That's what you said. I was like, do you want it? You're like, I have a little. You even said it quietly, like I wouldn't even notice you eating any. <laughs> right now you're at a fourth. So. I don't remember fractions that well, but you're on your way to half. <laughs> I knew you were going to eat half. I would order two more halves, which is a whole. <laughs> Just to review, if I knew you were gonna eat most of mine, I would order my own. <laughs> okay, if what you were gonna eat was gonna be greater than <laughs> what I was gonna eat, I would order more so it would have been greater than what you were gonna eat, because you only wanted like a little, which is less than what I wanted, which was the whole thing! <laughs> But now you've eaten so much, I don't even think I could eat greater than than that. Because I'll, I'll settle for greater than or equal to, to be honest. <laughs> but I can't say that, you know? You need to be pretty far along in your relationship for me to be like, for, for, for her to be like, what are we going to do now? For me to be like, well, I'm going to order dessert. <laughs> and you're going to keep your fork on that side of the table. <laughs> All right, thanks everybody so much. Great job getting out here. Oh, thank you. I was interviewing Brett Weinbach. Yeah. Because sometimes somebody will put an interview into the podcast if they don't want their set on here. And I asked him, what are you working on? 
which is a question I generally ask comics when they don't want to be on it. Just like, yeah. you know, like, so they can plug their stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he said, well, I'm, ma- I'm working on this new game, this new <laughs> video game. And then I don't know anything about video games. So what I assumed immediately was that Brent Weinbach, who is a comic, is also a video game programmer. <laughs> right. <laughs> and is making a video game. Sure. But what he meant was that he has begun to play DuckTales 2. The video game. For the Super Nintendo. Got it. Console, which is his console of choice. I also, this is where I'm at in terms of understanding video games. I was like, oh, I don't know anything about video games like at all. And he was like, yeah, well, I mean, you sort of do. There's like pictures. And I was like, oh yeah. And you like move them with like a joystick. And then he was like, like a controller. Cause like my your video game is a is a joystick joystick that's what I just said very up to a man in in twenty sixteen I just was like oh so you're like what are you are you playing a video game what are you like in the arcade and then you're like like your mom picked you up you put in like, a have a bunch of quarters you put like, in what a are you penny <laughs> yeah I put in a single what, like, penny rampage and like you turn into a big guy and you turn into a little guy and like you're just like so naked that's the last time I played video games by the way rampage is a great game thank you that guy and some people over here. Um, so in conclusion, Brent is not, he's not working on a video game in the sense where it's like a profession. <laughs> in the sense of work. You it's know? a pastime. But he's like enjoying it, getting into it. He's like working on a new game and it's DuckTales 2. <laughs> DuckTales 2. Whoa. It, that's what I did. <laughs> I did the same thing. Yeah. Actually, it's woo. Sorry yeah. about that, guys. Yeah. Oh, I will see you in hell! (laughs) Woo! Do you know what was the coolest part about DuckTales? You know what I'm going to say. Webby. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know about Webby? No. You don't remember her? I, no. She's the girl. Yeah. yeah, she's the fucking right. girl. Who plays the girl? Yeah. No, nobody plays the girl. What? Do you, what? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, what the show is? It's about mini ducks. There's so many ducks. Okay, we can stop. The show. <laughs> if you guys want to hear the interview that she did with yeah. uh, Brett Weinbach, just download our podcast. Yes. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> sounds like you're gonna do that. This show has been consistent. <laughs> From start to fucking finish. Way through. Confusing. They kind of want to leave. They don't know if we're in charge. (laughs) DuckTales 2. Woo! Whoa! She was the girl. Sorry about that. All right, Rhea. Well, that's Rhea Butcher. That's Cameron Esposito. Let's hear for all the comics you saw tonight. We're every Tuesday. Thank you guys so much for coming out!
is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, Yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. (laughs) Jesus. I mean, Jazos. Ruler of the eighth circle. And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.